Life's a Mitch. G'day guys, welcome back to episode 43 of Life's a Mitch. Last week I spoke to Neil Butler in regards to his work in the radio scene in Australia. Owns his own radio station and the uh, all-around good guy. So go back and check out that last week's episode and uh, check out his uh, podcast and his socials. So this week, I am um, a bit more of a, I guess you would call it occupational um, profiling. So I'm still on that matchmaker.fm and I'm finding interesting guests to come across. And my next guest, uh, sort of the profile come up and I read it and was interesting because there is a wide range of um, uh, professional bona fides here. Um, we've got an author, we've got the host. Oh, she also runs a, like a, she's an influencer. She's everything. And um, I'd like to talk today to Chris Santos. How are you doing today? Good, and you? Good, thanks. That was a terrible intro. I do apologize about that, and I'll make sure it sounds better later on. <laughs> no, no, that's all good. Um, so we're not live now, you Yeah, live now. So oh, I am um, <laughs> all good. So we, we're rolling. And, um, the, you know, the idea about this podcast is, you know, it's about storytelling, and I like to get people on who you know, have interesting stories to tell. And yours, your profile on Matchmaker jumped out at me because, you know, you've done a wide range of things. You're a photographer, you're in your own fashion store, you've, you've, you're, you're an influencer, you've got many things going for you. So I just wanted to ask, first question is, where did this all start for you? When did you know that you were going to, you know, get into fashion and photography and, all, and be an author? Like, where did this all begin for you? It actually began when I was very little. I was catwalking. Uh, when I was four years old, um, and then I loved it. And then from there, I never thought about being behind the camera. From there, I wanted to do modeling, which I did for many years. And I'm always, I have always been doing art. I'm always doing art. And I done modeling, and then I went dancing, acting. But I never thought about, and then I, writing has been a passion from a very early age, from the time that I learned to read and write. At age seven, I start writing poems. So I have got so many poems written, all in my mom's house. <laughs> but then I wrote a book uh, called One Way Trip. Um, then I needed to create a video and sorry, got a, got a friend here. Hello. And I, <laughs> hi, hello. And, sorry. and I need to create a video for my book because it was expensive to pay someone to do this. And I'm like, I'm going to do myself. So I started taking pictures of natural surrounds. And, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I said, oh, I'm going to do photography. And then I started exploring and I started posting. Instagram was a great avenue. So I started putting the pictures out there. I create the video for the book. And then people start seeing my images and they asked me to uh, work with them, Vida, uh, Red Bamboo and Zazo, which is I start putting my pictures on fashion. From there, I start taking pictures of my designs and other brands. So I said, well, can you take pictures wearing our clothes? And then that becomes an influencer straight away. So I became an influencer then. And I start, oh, brand ambassador, I prefer the name. So I start taking images and start a blog for fashion and the clothes and everything. My blog is actually called Folks by Chris Magazine. It's not just fashion, it's about everything. Now I use the fashion, but I also send some good messages through. Uh, if, if you look at my Instagram, you will see 
I talk about everything. It's I do take pictures wearing fashion or clothes, clothes, but I there is always a message next to it. Um, I talk about mental health to fashion to uh, Australian Fashion Week. Every everything, beauty, everything. It's so Fox by Chris magazine, which is my blog, and my Instagram, which is Fox by Chris. Are we talk about everything? And then I have. Then the opportunity came to take over Luna Blue Girl and I said, yes, I love that shop and I fell in love with the name. My dog is called Luna, so I, I don't know if there's any connection, but I love that. And I'm like, yes, I, I want. I first I was a bit, I don't know sure, I was a bit concerned, but I'm like, I when I looked at the site and I'm like, I'll take it. Well, it's fairly new, it's really a startup, but I'm like, yep. Yeah. It's everything I'm doing and I needed that. I, I can do that. What I was doing for the brands, I still work for the brands I can do for Luna Blue Girl. Yep. So I took over and I'm now doing working very hard with affiliates and bringing influencers in my, uh, so I do have Instagram for Luna Blue Girl, um, at Luna Blue Girl, that's the name. And yeah, so that is how everything in between One Way Trip, my first book. And now I have written maybe six books so far, but of course my main one was one trip, one way trip. And then last year I released one called Spies on Scooters, which is fantasy. One way trip is faction, which is fiction and fact. And yes, it's inspired, not even based, it's inspired by true stories. And the Spies on Scooters, it's fantasy. It's about saving the planet, and we got an eagle. We have the wolf, and it's packed with adventure. Adventure. It's for young adults, teenagers, young young adults, even children. Um. Yeah. So that's how everything. So I put all together the things I love. I have a master degree in linguistics. I am a linguist, but I am a creative person, and I wasn't happy doing just doing working for others I wanted to do something more creative and I start and I just love and I've been working really hard and mm. I'm hoping to bring it all make it all happen soon yep. that's cool <laughs> it's that's, gone. you just yeah, you, you just made my job a lot easier by you know telling us the wide range of skills and the wide range of experience that you've had thus far <laughs> And we'll deep dive into some of your books in a moment. And at the end, I will link all of your social media and all your links in the bio so people can check out your work. But I was just curious, the term influencer, um, you know, as we know, uh, Instagram or Twitter feeds or whatever, um, brands pay you to promote their gear and stuff like that. But I'm just curious, what what is the definition of influencer? Does it start at a certain amount of followers or do you have to... Um, be approached by multiple businesses or how does one actually become a successful influencer look with me like i think you need to i have a blog i think if you have a blog it's it's i think everything started really i started with the blog and then putting pictures and then i developed but i think you have to Take very good image, start your social media. Your social media has to be really strong. Uh, you've got to start from somewhere. No, it's not going to happen overnight. Take good pictures. I actually wrote a book in my called How to Grow Your Instagram. That is in my blog, um, Fox by Chris Magazine. I also have a link that, that's called um, the 
a blogger academy. So there are a few resources there, but I think you need an Instagram. I, a lot of people will find you through Instagram. So take good, very good pictures, make it really professional, videos, images. Um, you can start probably, I know people who have started taking pictures of their clothes without any association with any brands and then they start taking pictures, brands see, and they say, hey, we like what you're doing, Jonna do this for us. And then you can join affiliate programs. Lona Bruguel has got one, so please feel free to join. It's free to join. Um, and you can contact other brands if you want. I, it, there are many ways. So you can have a blog that people also, brands will also find you in your, through your blog, that happened to me. My blog and my Instagram, they are the tools. They, they are the ones that I work mainly with it's Instagram and blog. I do have Facebook, Twitter, but my I you need a lot of time to make it to comment and engage in every single one. So I take Instagram and blog. These two are my main ones. I also advertise and put on the places. But yeah, I get a lot of engagement through the Instagram and blog. Okay, cool. So absolutely good content, uh, professional. Uh, you wanted people to know you, and so you have to be um, make sure you take the pictures, make sure you do everything you can so your client is happy. And then you will... Now, you for you to grow you, in Instagram, there are a few things you have to do. Uh, you do need engagement. You do need content, good content, and that takes time. So it's not going to happen overnight unless you are really, really lucky to get um, go viral overnight. I don't know many people, but it takes time. It takes patience and a lot of work. We don't know what happens behind the scenes of the line, the, uh, like in the life of an influencer. So. Sometimes one campaign, one image on your Instagram and one blog post can take up to one to two weeks to create. Uh, if you are a beauty influencer, you will need to try the product and that might take a month because you have to try. You do revise everything and then you will post what the product if you need to do. You need to put a revision there and uh, sorry, you need to review the product and then you need to, for people to trust, you need to have a sincere review and be honest. And yeah, so the, and then people will trust you and trust what you sell. There are so many things behind. So you've got to take the pictures. You've got to put the clothes on. You've got to make, do your makeup. You have to, um, some people work with photographers. I don't, I use my, I use my camera. I put it, I go put on a tripod because I like, that's why I put a close by this. I like my vision. Uh, I do work sometimes with photographers, very rarely, very rarely. 99% um, of the pictures on Instagram are taken by me. Um, so you can, there are many ways to do this. So th these are mainly what I would say. These are my advice. You do need to, yeah, that's it. Blog, Instagram, and be very professional. Uh, cool. Because, you know, I'm, I'm sort of been doing this for four or five months now. And, you know, I've got a, a small social media following. I'm by no means big at the moment. I've only got a few hundred people, but I'm looking to sort of get more people engaged and hear some stories that I share in this. So like, you know, and 
Another thing a friend of mine told me is that, you know, if you can have a good network of people, so if you collaborate and do things like this, um, you know, and then you can, you, as you said, you'll photograph for your, your business and tag it and maybe do work for others as well. And, you know, it's all about networking and, you know, good content and be consistent. So yeah, maybe I'm going to take that advice and work on my brand as well, because I'd like yes. to get as many listeners as possible. And, you know, yes. um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it to future projects yeah collaboration is so important in this um we grow we don't grow by yourself you don't grow by yourself you need support and collaboration is a great way to do this uh you collaborate with people you get um exposure you give exposure and it's a true way uh, you do have to put your business hat on um, be careful because a lot of when I first started, like when I start growing, and people go, "Ah, oh, put this in your stories, put this." I've done a lot, and then they haven't done back. So now I'm like, you know, I'm happy to do, as, but can you do this for me? Because I also need this to be done. So I, I'm happy to, you know, I have a, I help a lot of people, and I help, and I still help. But I now directly ask because sometimes you, you think, oh because I'm doing this, of course they're going to do. Not always. So be, just say, look, I can do, but before you even do, just say, can you do this for me? Then as soon as you do, I can do it. Or they, they know I do it. So they do first and then I put it. I think it's important. Otherwise, you, how you're going to grow, you can help others, but you also be, put your business hat on and it's not, you know, just ask for help to say, look, I need this to be, can you share this? Because we really need it. <laughs> yeah, oh, cool. So then we collaborate in that, you know, it doesn't always need to be paid or doesn't always, as long as you're getting exposure, you, of course, you need to get paid as well. Of course, uh, my affiliate program, uh, I just joined Share a Sale. Luna Bluegill is there. So you get a commission when you sell. That's, you know, the, they post the pictures, then they get paid and, and we grow together. That's collaboration is really important. No, that's cool. I am um, just uh, looking over some of your photos now. My goodness, you've got a good eye. Um, especially like the photos you've taken for Lunar Blue Girl. I when I can absolutely say, listeners, when I look at this stuff, it's it's an incre- incredible images are taken. My next my yeah. next question for you, Chris, was um, when did you know that you know you wanted to be an author, and what what is one way trip about, and you know what are some like important things to consider when writing a book oh that's okay when i i always wanted to be a, an author i thought it would be poems poetry because that's how i started start writing poems from age seven and i have so i have a box full of them and then what happened is um i lost two people to drugs um then i decided to Sorry. write oh yeah, yeah it's it's okay <laughs> it's okay now. but it's i decided to write because it was really hard to for me, um, and I said, "Well, one way of doing of healing for me always has always been writing." So I sit, I sat down and I wrote. I was at still at uni, and I of course they were, I lost in different parts of my life, and um, so the last actually there were three people involved. There are, this book has actually three parts, but I only released part one and part two. So when happened it part three? Um, I decided to write. So I split the book because it was too big. So then I, I said, I'm going to write it because it's healing and it's going to help someone. And it's an important issue to me. It's really close to my heart. So I was at uni. 
So I got home or weekends, all I did was write, 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 because it was a way of letting out. And I did cry over every single word that I put in there. But I said, you know, not just for me, but other people, this, I can save lives. And let's be honest, drugs are so dangerous. The reason I put one-way trip is because two people, you know, I lost two people, they're gone forever. So, so I need people to understand how you don't ever think that you are stronger than drugs. That doesn't exist. Everyone started thinking, I'm stronger. No, you're not. You're not. Trust me, you're not. So my address is now, don't even touch. So I did write part one. I did write part two. Uh, part two is probably my favorite. Uh, was the best friend that I lost. And I think at pretty young, very young age. But what happened when tragedy struck me, um, when he had a very bad, he had a loss himself when a tragedy happened in his life. And nothing I, um, I saw happening and nothing I could do. And But I tried and I tried. And so there are two very, very, uh, the first part is quite strong and quite hard. But the second part, it's, it's strong, but it's lighter. There's a lot of love, friendship in there and it's all about love the, the trip is all about really love and and uh, a friendship and help and look what happened when you get in there so uh, my address is don't even try or don't even get in there but yeah so that's now how you ask how to start I think the hardest thing to start a book is first page you keep saying I want to write a book I want to write a book <laughs> and you don't. So what you have to do is sit down and write and start and do page one. Then you hooked. That's <laughs> I am hooked. As soon as I start a book, that's it. I get hooked. I just want to write until I finish. Um, that's how it starts. If you keep saying I want, I want, and you don't do anything, that you'll be like, never, never let anything you want to do pass. You want to do go there and do it and start. And the first page is so important because from there. Trust me, you are hooked and you are going to go all the way. If that's what you really love, if that's what you want, if, if you really like doing that, that's, that's, my, that's my advice. No, that's, uh, well, you know, I, what I get out of that is that, you know, um, if you truly follow your heart and, you know, obviously by the way you described it then is that you, you wrote from the heart, you were, you were raw, you were emotive, you were honest. And uh, this yeah. sounds like the one way trip is a metaphor for the trip that, they've taken to the great beyond. I'm very sorry that you lost your friends at, um, you know, that's, that's truly devastating. And for anyone out there who may be experiencing issues with narcotics, you know, there are services available like beyond blue black dog Institute yes. lifeline that are free yes. to use. So if this, uh, if this story has triggered anything in you, feel free to give them yes. a call. I'll, I'll provide the links and the numbers beneath as well in the yes. episode description. Yes. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm also um, like a, a fan of following your heart. And, you know, if you're a creative, like I consider myself one as well, cause I do this. And, yes. um, you know, I, I think that life is too short. It's too short to, to be, and if you don't want to do a certain job, then don't do it. If you don't want to live somewhere, if you don't want, you know, if you want to move across the other side of the world and do that, you know, you should do that as well. Obviously when the pandemic is near, of course, but I think, um, there's no point having the best ideas and taking them to the graveyard. I think I've always believed in that. And it sounds like that you're living your absolute best life in terms of your creativity is resonating through 
you know, computer screens and through books and everything else. So, you know, good on you. I, I, I absolutely commend you for having the apps, like having the, I guess you could say the courage to do that sort of thing. So I'm, you know, I, I resonate with people like yourself. So I, I absolutely couldn't praise you enough. So good on you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, but don't forget that it is a lot of work. It is the best life, but you you need to love because there will be a lot asked from you. Like you need to put a lot of work. You need to write or if you're going to do a blog. You do need to take the pictures. You need to edit the pictures. You do need to engage. Without engagement, you won't get anything really. Like you need to bring people. And you get connections when you start engaging with your followers you actually make real friends as well I did um so there is a lot of work and you need to share to Facebook Pinterest to every yeah don't, that is a lot and it will take maybe one com- campaign between two weeks to a month yeah but if you love it and you're willing to go for it yeah go for it and just make just remember you that is work and it's not and remember it's not gonna happen tomorrow you don't Put so much pressure and oh, it's not working. You know the anxiety. It, it, it happens. Um, just enjoy the journey. I think if you don't give up, you get somewhere. If you give up, you won't. That don't listen to other people telling you that all sort of things that you know I heard um, and I'm sure other people hear all the time. So if you listen to others and they start thinking you are a failure. Don't take anything as a fail, as a fail. Like I always think there is no failure. It's always experience. There are always experiences and you, and you learn every time. And when you learn something is never wasted, you use it. You know, I'm a linguist. So I use, I speak language. I speak for language. I communicate. I'm actually speaking to you in English because I studied English. Um, because it's not my first language. But so nothing is wasted nothing i learned about cultures i live in different countries so nothing so yeah just go for it and don't listen keep going if you give up you won't get it i like four languages so that's that's <laughs> um, i struggle to i struggle to speak good english i speak a little snippets of french when i was over there touring through europe but i don't so what other languages can you speak that's cool oh i learned i i studied spanish my first language is portuguese so i studied so i have portuguese spanish french and english um yeah what did you find was um was the like the more difficult language to learn? Did you think? Oh, the one that I gave up. <laughs> I did study German, and I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna live in Germany. The reason I did give up is because I thought to learn this language properly, I would have to leave that, and I sort of knew that's not really it was really unlikely to happen, and I knew I was gonna have to spend a good five years there or learn so. I'm like, yeah, I started and then I'm two and, two and a half years and I dropped. Um, I normally don't drop a lot of things, but I knew it wasn't, I, start, I, I followed the Latin language because it was easier and faster to, because they are, there are similarities. Um, yeah, so I think German was the most, it's the most difficult one, very different from all the other, from my languages. So that's why, but uh-huh. I knew I had for you to learn a language that's another thing you don't learn a language overnight does take time everything i try everything i choose seems to be the ones that are really that take a lot of time really hard but it's what i love and i won't i'll keep doing so learn a language you need a lot of work a lot of study you've got to go traveling you've got to meet people you've got to watch the movie you've got to listen to and it takes some years you won't you won't learn a language overnight 
So yeah, just yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of the language. But go for it because it's amazing. When you do, I love it. I, I think I love sounds, love how they sound. I love it. You sound pretty patient. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, just because you like it. That's the thing. For the, to be honest, I was trying to run Italian a couple of months when I, I, I don't have much time now. But I I do. I What I do is I get an app. And now it's so easy with apps. And when I am stressed, I just do. I was just doing Italian. It's a great way to de-stress when you learn a language for me. It was just like, oh, it's, it's you know. And then good hour of it, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> That's so cool. you'll kill language to be stressed, yes. <laughs> learn how Just to curse, app. learn how to curse in different languages is probably good for the stress levels too, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, don't, I don't know many actually, I don't focus on that much. I don't my kids ask me because they are they know a little bit of Portuguese, but they, they like teach me this and it's always bad words. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't I do, but I'm not gonna tell them. Yeah, but I <laughs> That's yeah. A lot of people try to get that from me. It's fine. Yeah, nice. I um, I'm just curious in regards to your blog. I'm just I've had a, I've had a look over the last few days, and you know you, you talk about an eclectic range of things. Uh, you know, over there, as you said, from fashion to food to resort reviews, and you know everything in between. I was just curious, what's one of the more memorable collaborations you've had a chance to do so far? That is a trick one because they are also different and unique. Do you know why there are? I don't. Do you know why it's hard? Because um, all of them are different and they are very unique. And I only collaborate with the brands that I really love and I really believe and I then I support. So to me, it would be really hard uh, to pick one. Uh, there are a few. I can say. Aushmi Forever, it's a very good uh, skincare brand that I really, re- the reason, uh, one of them, look, there are many, <laughs> like me, every single one I, I did because I believe in them and I love them. Uh, but this one, this is from, um, this brand is started with a dermatologist and he developed these creams because he helped kids with severe skin conditions. And from then he developed the products. And I think at that time, nothing, he, he couldn't treat them. With, there was nothing there that he could, uh, that was really helping these kids and he developed. And that was a, something that to me is like more than, like he's a doctor, but he's really a doctor and he's really using his heart to help, especially when it comes to kids, um, helping anyone. But when you see little kids suffering, it, I think something really touched you know it's, it's something that will touch on you and I and it is amazing and so we developed something out of trying to help and that's probably one of them but there are many you know all the results results and all the fashion and that I do they are all amazing otherwise I won't be collaborating like I said you as a brand ambassador or influencer you need to choose right with your collaborations and who to collaborate and what you really believe has to come from your heart. Like I say, anything from your heart will reach people deeper um, than just like whatever. <laughs> no, if it is something you really love, you really believe, then you should collaborate. Is that? Do you think that um, that is the key to a successful like to get people to engage in what you do? You think writing from oh, the heart, think- being honest. 
Yes, you do need to, like I always said in the past, you do need to use your heart, otherwise you will not connect. And Instagram and social media, it is about fish, but there's a lot, it's connection. Instagram has made this world more, more united. You will connect with people like people who have similar values. And if you if you're just putting whatever, you won't have you won't have a return, you won't have a connection, you will not meet other people. So it does have to be something you lost. So you do need to pick and choose and really use your heart to do whatever you do in life, really. And if you if it's coming from your heart, you, you will have a return. You have a connection, you have the engagement, you have you make friends and they're real friends. Yeah, doesn't matter if they're online, doesn't matter if they're in Germany in the US, they still, you know, there is an amazing connection and there is a friendship there that you can form. Yeah, nice. I um so tell us after you know you you blog and you know you, you time modeling and you, you release some books, how does one then become the owner of a of an online fashion store? Can you tell us a little yes. bit about Luna Blue Girl? Yes, Luna Blue Girl, um someone came to me uh, this person was in cars. He sells cars or his business cars. And he decided to open Luna Blue Girl not long ago. And he said, ah, it's not working. He's not into fashion. He's not in fashion. And, and he was telling me, I'm like, but that's what I'm doing for other brands. He's like, no, 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 this is your own. And that's how it works. And I'm like, hmm. And then I, he said, do you want it? And then I had a look. And like I said, I fell in love. And I said, oh, yes, I, I loved it. Yes, it's pretty much what I'm doing. So what I'm doing for the brands, I can do for my own brand. Yes, I can. I would like to have it. And yeah, so that's how, how it happened. So I said, yes, he sent it to me, all the details straight away. And I checked and like, loved it. Yeah, no, that's fine. Let's, I'll have it because that's what I'm doing. I want to expand it. That's so I'll take it. Yeah, that's how, it, that's how it started. That's how it happened. That's cool. I um, I, I think we might we might switch it up here for a second. So each podcast I do has two main sections it's about storytelling, like we've been doing, and there's another section where we have a good old wine wind sook as we call it here in Australia. I was wondering, Chris, would you like to join me in having a bitchy with Mitchy this week? Yes, let's do. Yes, let's go for it. Let's let's do it. So the idea is is that we take something that annoys us or can be a small issue that happened to us recently or something that's a long ongoing annoyance. Is there anything that comes to mind that's been annoying you lately or would you like me to go first? Or It's up to you. Uh, watch. Yeah, you go first. Go okay. First. <laughs> so, um, you know, quite often we speak about things like of the pandemic or people behind the wheel of a car who can be absolutely frustrating or, you know, selfish people you see out in public or whatever it might be. But I am... Um, I'm going to delve back into that again. And the issue I've got is, okay, so we're back. So regional New South Wales, where I am, it's just, I'm about an hour and a half north of Sydney. I'm in Newcastle. And we've got a, um, we've been ordered to wear a mask everywhere we go. Not so much lockdown, just restrictions as to where we go. So we can still go to the shops or go out, but we have to wear a mask. You know, it's not a big deal. My issue is, is that people think that they're exempt from the rules and I don't know, I've obviously Brisbane's just gone up into a three-day lockdown as of today, I think you were saying before. Um, but I take issue with people that just think they're beyond the rules. And it's like, well, and then they whinge that they, you know, that they get fined for not wearing a mask. I mean, it's just, it's frustrating to see. It's like if we just bond together and get through this cluster again, 
we'll be able to move on with our lives, but people just don't seem to get the message. So my bitch is, you know, if you're out there and you've been asked to wear a mask in your region, just do it, you know, like help, unless you've got a medical reason for not to, fair enough, and exempt. But like, Chris, that's that's been pissing me off. It's people's selfishness and they think they're beyond the rules and they're just making it harder for the rest of us, I think. What about you? Yes. What's what's uh, what's something that's that's been pissing you off lately? Do you know what? I'm going to go with um, people who have been asked for help and not heard. I have been thinking about that lately and I'm like, oh, not that you asked me. I think when we have a case of especially women who go to uh, people say, help me, um, that is a domestic violence situation and we don't listen and the person dies, not long ago it happened. So I think we need someone coming and say, help me. It's more likely that the person is not lying and it needs to be heard. So we don't have a case that we lost already. So many, in, mainly women, that are suffering. I know it happens to men as well, but lately we normally see a lot on the news. It's the women have been dying because of that. And I think, why are we not listening when someone says, help me? Why are we not listening? And that is something that has been in my mind. And I hope we do start listening before it's too late. Yeah, well, you got things like, you know, you would have heard of Are You OK Day? So every year, um, one of the organizations uh, has a day yes. where you, you check in yeah. with your friends. You go, are you okay? So I go, hey, Chris, how you been? Long time. We haven't spoken for ages. Just sort of check in and see how you're doing. Um, you know, yeah. and it, it takes, if someone has the bravery to speak up and say, I need help, because that can be a hard thing in itself. You know, you're absolutely right. And if we, as say, okay, for example, a friend of mine um, who was working in the mines in Western Australia, he was flying from the east to the west coast working two weeks and coming back he um his wife cheated on him while he was working away and she said that he's never home he's like well i'm trying to provide for my family like what what more do you want me to do if i work here i'm on half the wage etc etc anyways he um he flew back over and he never came back he he took his own life because after a period of time she wouldn't allow him to see the children and it was just a bitter separation and um you know you you want to you want to, you know, as a friend, you want to go, well, I want to do more, but you can't, like, you, you can only do so much as an outsider. So if people, I agree with you what, with what you said, if people have the strength to speak up and go, put their hand up and go, I need help here. I'm struggling with A, B, C, D. And, you know, if you're a loved one of theirs, just go, okay, what could, and then you ask them, what can I do to help? You know, what are the things yeah. that you need? I think asking hey. these important questions are, are a good thing to do. Yeah, saying that I actually... Saying that, that's uh, something else that I'm also uh, very, very close to my heart is mental health. So yep. saying that not long ago, talking about men now, not, not long ago, I heard, I know because of, there's a link with this person that someone that was a suicide, uh, a man who killed a young, young man who killed himself. And I think, I just wrote in my Instagram too, Two days ago, no, sorry, a couple of a couple of posts ago, that uh, called something called uh, my detached. I think they said not the last post, but the one before. It's called um, uh, toxic um, positivity, and people keep 
uh, in Instagram that we have like, oh, everything positive or positive, but that's not real life. And if you're not well, don't like, we try to put a fake smile and try to get out there and say, oh, you're good. But especially men, it's, I think for you guys, for men, it's harder for them to go and say, go to a doctor or say, I need help. It's not a sign of weakness, but you you do need to, you feel like crying. Oh, men don't cry. That has to end. Do, men do cry. That's why you have feelings. That's why I have tears. You do not have to be strong 100% of the time. I have two boys myself, and this is important to me because you're not a super, a superman. You know, it's not a, a do cry. Men do have feelings. Men do have to have help. We do have to go to the doctor. And if you feel like crying, cry. And if you feel like you know well, you need to go and see a doctor. It's really important that you don't carry the word on your shoulders for men and women. But I think with men, it's like, you know, it's men, it's guys to always show how they stream and all put together all the time. That's not even real life. Men or women, we do have feelings and we do have to acknowledge. And if you know well, please seek help because mental health is a serious issue. I have been through very long period of depression, like I've got um, people who I love who are going through. And it's important to talk about, don't, it's not a shame. It's it's just like a physical. Uh, if you have if you have a flu, if you have you go and see a doctor, mental is the same, you also need to see a doctor and you need to talk to someone. It's really important, really important. You can't you. hold everything on your own. Everything you said, yeah. agree 110%. I've done uh, episodes previously with Men who are mental health, um, male mental health experts, particularly. I did an episode with a guy named Jack Kammer, and he was saying that, like, you know, as men, you know, we it's up to us to to speak about what we need. So he spoke about feminism, and obviously the term feminism means equality. So since the revolution in the 60s, women have said, you know, we need this, 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 and this, and they're fighting for equal rights, which is fantastic. Men aren't as good at communicators stereotypically. So what Jack's trying to do is he's trying to get men to speak up and make it normalized. Like you just said, it's not, it's not weak to speak. So if we can just make it normal, like, you know, just because the generation before us, so my parents and even my grandparents, um, you know, in Australia, mental illness was never really like drummed into them since like the nineties and two thousands. Like it's never been, something that's been highlighted and now we live in an age where we talk about mental illness we talk about you know um health holistically not just your physical well-being but you know even even to a lesser extent spirituality as well i mean if you can have an emotionally healthy mind then in turn you'll have a better healthy body as well and everything's connected you know holistically the brain can't function without the body and vice versa and we have to i I've also suffered on and off years of bouts of anxiety and, um, you know, feeling socially, it's cost me a relationship of my own inadequacies and, um, you know, through the help of counselors and to speaking to my friends and family, I've been taught techniques that, um, you know, that helped me. I'm by no means an expert. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying this has helped me in my circumstance. And the the one consistent thing that made me feel better which is speaking up about it. Even if you just tell a friend, like unload to a friend and say, oh, this, 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 and this. And if someone goes to something as simple as, man, you know what? That sucks. You know, I, I'm acknowledging that. that. That really sucks. You know, 
that'll that that's a huge weight off your shoulders. So for anyone out there who is bottling this stuff up and keeping it to themselves, you're only hurting yourself, honestly. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell your spouse, whatever. Um, and you'll find that you'll you'll feel better. Saying that, don't forget that you let it go. Uh, like I did have for a very long time depression and I was suffering quite um, severe and I was carrying all by myself and I had a stroke. So what I what you have to understand is this mantle, nobody can see, but your body is gonna, your body can't take it for too long. And you have a physical or a very severe um, illness, if you let it go and you don't acknowledge and you don't do something about because your body cannot take it's real, your heart speeds everything, you know, anxiety is real I had that, so I know and look what happened, after my stroke I said that's it I don't know if my stroke did something in my brain because <laughs> I said no more I'm that's when I change everything, I'm like I'm doing what I love, I'm going to love myself I'm going to change my life, I'm going, you got to do it, and otherwise you can have something that could be permanent or you can think what mine was really a mini one thing when it's but it's it scared me so be aware that a mental health can lead to physical because your body can just take so much it it, it is it affects everything physically when you're mentally unwell it affects a lot your heart your breathing your, your brain uh, how it functions and you know, I was just, I just no longer go because I have someone suffering at the moment, mental health. And I went to the doctors, this person, which is also men, and which a boy in this case. And the doctor was showing me, he is a brain of a person without anxiety and OCD. And this is a brain of a person with. And you see the difference. These brains like calm and like they're all very little things going on and in this one with severe OCD or depression anxiety had a lot of things you can see in the image the brain how the, it was horrifying to see how much activity in the brain that person had I like that picture so it be careful because it's mental but it's actually physically it's, it can be seen on x-ray how it's what's doing to your brain and then goes heart body everything so be careful it's very important to look to talk to someone doctors psychologists that are like you said beyond blue um there are so many out there i'm, I'm sure there are hotlines a lot of health so yeah if you yeah put the links there that'll be great so there is help there's free help just reach out and say look i need help because it's important mm, i agree with you 100 percent. and you know as you said it's free Check and they're always. I listened to a podcast with Matt and Alex uh, recently. They did it's a, another one to listen to, and they spoke to someone from Beyond Blue, and she was she was the head of the psychology team. She said that you know they're trained to deal uh, with all aspects. You know, depression, you know, bipolar disorder. You know, if you feel yourself not, if you don't feel yeah. like yourself, and you got it, and you you go, well, is is this the right time to call? If that voice in your head is starting to ask you, like, oh, should I call? Then that's that they say that's the time to give them a call. They they don't care day or night. They're always there, happy to help. They're 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 really lovely people. I've used their services before, and at the very least, they will be able to point you in the direction of yes. where they think you should go. There's special the specialists in in many avenues like it. So, yeah. you know, don't be and, uh, don't wait to speak. Yeah, and another thing is if it's nighttime because in my case I had people who I am um, 
close to me. So it was nighttime and this person was really suffering and we needed to get someone. And then I just got a helpline and they were excellent. They just helped to bring down the anxiety at that time of the day. And another thing, just saying about bitching and moments, another thing is the problem at the moment. I don't know if you know the mental health, it, like we need probably, I don't know why, what's happening, but we need more work, more people in mental health, more psychologists, more psychiatrists, because the wait list can be quite long, quite extended. And in my case, I needed a psychiatrist for someone and I couldn't get one in like six months. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not waiting six months, but we need now. So I start emailing everyone in Brisbane and Gold Coast to get one in three or four weeks time. So I'm hoping like, so like I say, don't think, oh, see, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they still, the helpline is instant. You can call, you can get someone on the phone straight away. Uh, but I would like to see improvement on the health system as well in Australia, that'd be great. <laughs> like in terms of more people working, I don't know how, maybe we need more psychologists, I don't know, but yeah. But you know, the, like you said, the helplines are there and they're quite based and then they pretty much 24 hours and they are all with you available pretty much any time of day or night, which is amazing. We have a very good health system here and very, very grateful for it. So yeah, if you feel the need to um, to call someone, call them, always seek professional help. We're just giving out what, what's worked for us. So we're by no means a specialist in this area, but always see a GP. You can go on a mental health plan. You get 10 free visits to a counsellor a year. Easy. Yeah. And then they'll renew it as well. So by all means, take that up. And um, yeah, so we might start to close out shortly there, Chris, but um, I, I just wanted to ask you, you know, you've lived all over the world. You've learned multiple languages and you've experienced many cultures and lifestyles. What advice would you give to someone who might be thinking, okay, I'm going to need to change. What, uh, what would you think they need, need to consider if they want to throw in their job and live their best life and make a change like you have? Mm, that's the thing. You don't throw your job like that. You keep your job and you do it. What you have, you want up your dream, work on your dream, but you need a, you need income on the side until your dream really is, is working for you and you really can live out of it. So my advice, don't, don't say I'm leaving my job now and I'm going to go and follow. No, they're going to get in trouble. Keep your job and start your dream on the side. You know, it's not a job. Like when you start something you really love, it doesn't really bother if you have to work at 5 a.m. Like I, I get up, I'm on my phone. Like before I go sleep, I'm on my phone. I'm, I love it. I love it. So if it's really your passion, it's not going to feel like another job. You will feel like, oh, my God, it's like this is work because I'm loving it, you know. It shouldn't be feeling like a, a burden or a very, something very difficult. So keep your job on the side. Follow your dream on here. Once your dream takes over, then you drop your job. Don't drop your job straight away. You need it until you are confident and to leave that job. So I would say have something on the side to help you while you're building up your, your, your dream, your career. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, as mentioned before, I'll, um, I'll link all of your social media and all of your links to your books and your blog underneath, but uh, is there anything else that you'd like to close out on today? That's all. Thank you so much for having me. I truly, I really enjoyed um, being here in your show and talking to you. Thank you. Likewise. And um, 
yeah, I'll, um, this episode will be coming out in the next few weeks. But uh, till then, thanks for joining me today, Chris. I really appreciate your time and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye for now.